you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Singing to an ocean, I can hear the ocean's roar. Play for free, play for me, and play a whole lot more. Nope. You, you really don't. No. You too? No. It's the Ocean by Led Zeppelin. Oh, man. I was torn between that and lithium because I want to do a, a post on Instagram with Tyler's face over the, the baby, naked baby. Oh, yeah. Drowning. Nirvana? Yeah. Oh, wait. Like are you... Does Dom know the nickname that I dubbed you here in Nicaragua, bro? El Baby Grande? That's not El Baby Grande. It's just Baby Grande. Oh, Baby Grande. Baby Grande. That was uh heard it said. It's here. That's the only thing they know Tyler as. They do not know Tyler's real name. Nailed See, it. Kobe. I didn't know that was you who uh penned that name. Yeah, because we were at the factory one day. We we're at Skips. We we're at, we we're at Nick Espano. And uh, the girls kept asking me because I speak, you know, a little bit more Spanish than Tyler. They're a like, what's his, what's his name? What's his name? And I was like looking at Tyler because Tyler's got that baby face. I was like, uh, Bebe Grande. And they died laughing. And I was like, yep, it's done. It's official. Bebe Grande. No, I think Skip came up with it. Skip did not come up with it, Tyler. You're doing that on purpose. Don't even play, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you even play. Skip didn't come up with that damn nickname. Stop playing with me. And my nicknames are the best. Yeah. Well, the three of us, it's, uh, you got uh, Oso, uh, Diablo Blanco, and Baby Grande. They know me in the streets here as El Wapo. <laughs> El Wapo. <laughs> All right, let's let's start off with uh, for those who don't know Joe, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, you used, uh, wait, wait, oh wait, what do you got? You weren't saying shit. Boys, welcome. I was open up a drink. Dom and Tyler Bad joined timing. by Baxter. Now, Joe, do your thing. Joe, yeah, okay, go. Tyler. Did we already open it? You know, yeah. Joe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dom's being really yeah, weird right now. We opened it. This should all be in the video, by the way, the podcast. This this right here should all be in there. It Don't is. Edit it out. <laughs> okay, Tech for those who do not know me, um, my name is Joe. Uh, I had a cigar shop in Phoenix, Arizona called Baxter Cigars. Um, we were known as the um, dumbasses in Phoenix. We did a lot of fun stuff, but no one really liked it. Um, until everyone started doing it. So, uh, yeah, had my shop for a few years. Um, tried to open another location. Uh, excuse me. Tried to open another location because uh, in the when I had opened my shop to when the shop closed because of a leasing issue, um, the smoking laws had changed in Phoenix, Arizona. So it became very difficult. And uh, I'm not going to go into all the shenanigans that happened because Whoever knows the real story knows, um, but ended up not opening the location. And uh, shortly after, started working for AJ Fernandez for a year. I was their regional sales supervisor for Texas and Louisiana. And then after that, I sold all my shit and moved to Nicaragua. <laughs> Best choice I ever made in my motherfucking life. I'm going to tell you that. Are we about to cuss on this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we okay. got that explicit tag. So Sorry, is, Baxter, is Baxter a middle name? Baxter is the name of my former business partner's dog. Got it. And it just sounded like a cool name. Everyone thinks that's my last name. And I answer to it when people are like Baxter or they're like Joe Baxter. I just answer to it because that's what people have called me forever. Not my last name. Not going to divulge my last name just for plausible deniability. Um, I almost my, fucking said it. Right. My business partner had a dope ass last name. And I was like, we should use your last name, which his last name was Bentley. And he had a Bentley. And I was like, dude, Bentley Cigars. And he's like, I don't want my name attached to this because he knows I'm just. So he was like, just in case you do some dumb shit. I was like, all right, well, we were throwing around names. There was actually a bunch of our uh, customers slash homies that we were just like spitballing names. And somebody had mentioned, I think it was my buddy John Lucy was like, what about Baxter? He's kind of like the mascot of the store because he'd always be in the shop. And I was like, actually, Baxter kind of sounds like a cool name. You need to tilt that back up, Ty. Yeah. Um, I said, Baxter's, Baxter's sounds like a cool name. It kind of rolls off the tongue. And then, yeah, man, we 
we said, fuck it, let's roll with Baxter. Dope. Um, I want to say you, you made a comment about uh, leasing. Um, it's uh, that actually that that shit happens a fuck ton. Um, like Smokers Abbey in uh, Austin, they got to move because um, Ian ran into his landlord and he's like, oh, I've been meeting to talk to you, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you, too. You got to get out of here. We don't No one. Your neighbors don't like you. Like, what do you mean? They're all nice to me. No, they don't like you. Yeah. That shit the, happens which all neighbors, the fucking time. The brewery? Dude, that was so know. nice. You just go next yeah. door. Yeah. He sent so many customers there with the coffee store, too. Like, mm-hmm. they love our money, but they hate the smell of our smoke. Mine actually was a, uh, um, had nothing to do with smoke because the, the property that I was at had a cigar shop there since, like, the mid-80s, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It was um, the fact that our property increased substantially, like, three times what I was paying, which I was paying a fuck ton of money. I was paying $5,000 a month for uh, 1,100 square feet. And that wasn't including like utilities and stuff. That was the rent and cams. So um, yeah, they found that our properties worth like $10,000 a month. So almost, you know, close to triple there, but no more. I mean, no, no, sorry. It wasn't 10,000, excuse me. It was 10,000, but with can fees, it was like closer to like 12,500. People probably don't know what camp fees are. I'm not going to go into that, but common, common area maintenance is just like the ins and outs of like the little things that need to be done and like the lights for the property and all that stuff. But yeah, it was like 12500 And I was like, what the fuck? And they didn't even offer me to pay more. They were just like, you need to go. You need to go. You got to go. We, 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 we actually, my attorney, um, we had a little, we had a, a short period of arbitration just between the both law firms. And uh, here goes Skip right now walking through. What a dick right in the middle of the podcast. What an asshole. Look at this fucking guy just walking on through. That's <laughs> what's going on. Um, but yeah, we had some we had some issues with that. And here he comes putting his big ass head, watermelon head. What hey, guy? What's up? I was on there. No one cares about that. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, yeah, long story short. <laughs> it was worth a fuck ton of money and my attorney uh filed a God, it's been so long he filed a i forget what the what the legal phrase is but essentially it was like it was a stop they couldn't they couldn't kick us out and the judge gave us like six months and, and they were like after six months we'll have to actually go to trial on this and my attorney was like you'll never beat these dudes they're the billion dollar corporation you're a bum like don't, you don't win with these guys. So I threw my hands up, said, we'll find another location that got fucked. And then I said, you know what? I'm moving to Nicaragua. So uh, tell us about that. So like you had been coming down before that, right? Like it wasn't like you'd never been there before. And you're like, I'm going to stay here. What, like, tell us the more of the background with that. Yeah. So um, I originally came here for a my father tour um, in like 2000, I think it was like 2015. Had a good time. Um, didn't get to see any of the country. Didn't really get to see any of Esteli because you're kind of stuck doing what they want you to do, right? They they want to go to this field this day, this this field this day. Uh, do the 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 plant, do the whole you know packaging area, and then the box area. It's cool, um, but you didn't get to see the country. And uh, I had the opportunity. Um, Excuse me. Shout out to my homie Costa at uh, Smoking Maniunk in Philly. Uh, he was like, "Yo, let's go on. Let's go to the Mumbacho anniversary party." And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds dope." And he's like, "Yeah." And then we're gonna tour Nicaragua. And I was like, "That sounds cool." He's like, "Yeah, book your flight." I'm like, "For how long?" He's like, two months." And I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa!" And this is just after I figured out the second location, the Tom Fuller that happened with that. So I was already, you know, kind of bummed about that. And I was like, dude, two months. And Costa hit me in the gut. He goes, what else are you doing? And I was just like, damn, too soon, bro. Jesus. And I was like, you know what, Costa, you're right. So best decision I, second best decision I ever made in my life. Uh, went with Costa. We did two months in Nicaragua. We went everywhere. Omotepe, Granada, San Juan del Sur, Esteli, uh, we bypassed like Managua because we both had already been to Managua and there's nothing really in Managua to do for us. Uh, but yeah, we just did a whole bunch of partying and just smoking cigars and literally enjoying life. And uh, right after I got back from that trip, um, 
I got offered an AJ, the AJ position, which I never applied for. That came out of nowhere. I literally was home for a day in the US. I get a phone call from their COO at the time. And I thought it was Brandon Holsworth or old rep playing a joke on me. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah. I told you about this. I proceeded to hang up on the guy like three times in a row. And then finally he was like, dude, this is the guy we want to hire you. And I'm like, well, dude, I never applied nothing he was like well we talked to a few retailers and they know you really well and you already know a lot of the retailers in texas and so i took the job site unseen um moved to texas like a week and a half after i took that that phone call worked aj for about 10 and a half months and then uh that went belly up uh as many people know <laughs> of all of a lot of their reps people that have represented their product um I won't go into that because they make fantastic products, but yeah, just, you know, I did that. And then I was coming back and forth, as you know, Todd, doing a little uh, cigar. I didn't go say it because I know people are going to steal the phrase, so I didn't go say it, but I was doing a little cigar thing uh, and uh, flipping stuff. And uh, yeah, like uh, four years ago, I made a decision just to move here. Literally, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to move to Nicaragua. Has it been four years already? It, yeah, it was four years. It's been four years. I mean, I've lived here full time, as you know. Before yeah. COVID, I was doing the whole like every other month back and forth in the States. And then COVID hit, and I was like, I ain't going back to America. Not with them motherfucking idiots. Like, Bro, I'm just going to stay. I fucked up, man, because Southwest was offering half our pay to go away for a year. And when we got, yeah, I talked to Skip about it, but Skip was in Austin. I should have, I should have came down. You fucking bro. I fucked up. Why'd you even talk to Skip about that shit? I don't know. But uh, Tyler, I mean, Tyler, you would have been miserable not working doubles all the time. No, Joe, uh, Joe I, I can relax with the best of them. Dom, Dom, Dom's right, but Dom, you, Dom, one of these days I'm gonna get you. Dom, you got kids and a wife? Uh not yet. Fiance. Fuck. When you're ready by a few months. Yeah, when you're ready, you need to come fuck with your boys in Nicaragua. I promise you, you will have an amazing time. <laughs> yeah, as long as uh, sorry, as long as I don't drown. Um, so Tyler, you posted about almost dying, and I I didn't tell you this. I knew we couldn't podcast, so I almost did a solo podcast and just talked crap about you the same night that you almost died. Um, That's what it is. That would have been perfect timing. So what what went down? All right, I don't remember much, so that's why we got. I mean, this is the only reason why I wanted Joe on. Joe is one of the funniest dudes I've ever met, and 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 you know a ton about cigars. You've been down there forever, Uh, and you do a lot of cool projects down there. But uh, we got to give the people what they want, and I don't remember a lot of it. And you're a better storyteller than me, so just start with. Yeah, or however you want to, however you want to go about it. Dom, I hope you're ready. I'll try to make it short. So, um, the best part about this trip, besides Tyler coming to visit me, is that he came with Costa. Surprised me. I had no idea Costa was coming. It was a great surprise because I went to go help Tyler with his luggage. And um, when I when I walked out of the apartment, I saw the car. I went to go grab the luggage. And I turn on the co- corner and Costa is crouched down behind the car and the driver's there. So I look at the driver and then I look down at somebody crouched down and it's Costa. And I'm like shocked, right? I'm like, holy shit, no way. Costa's here with Tyler. This is about to be the best trip of my motherfucking life. So, you know, we get the guys situated. I'm there with the little shorty and she's like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. My boys are here. I'm super excited. She's like, that's dope. Um, we, we, you know, we get the guys situated and the next day, Costa, there's this beach that Costa loves going to in San Juan del Sur called Maderes. Uh, there's many reasons why it's awesome. One, they have this uh, shark fin shaped like rock in the ocean and the sun literally sets right on top of the peak of this little, this little rock formation. And when I say little, it's probably like 150 feet tall. And the sun sits like perfectly when it sets right on top of it. It's gorgeous. And there's a little restaurant there that serves these banging ass we call them chocolates it's just this chocolate drink with chocolate milk coffee 
and banana. And it's like blended, so it's like a smoothie. It's fucking banging. And you could get it with rum or without. Obviously, I don't drink, so I got it without. Um, Tyler, did you have it with rum or without rum? No, I didn't get one. Okay. Costa got his with rum. My little shorty, she got one with rum. And we're, you know, we're hanging out, having a good time. And Costa and Baby Grande decide, let's go in the ocean. So we were taking videos of the sun setting. It was absolutely gorgeous. Hold on. on. Did they decide together? Was it more Costa or was it more Tyler? Um, You know what? Actually, I wasn't there for the conversation because I was taking videos and pictures. And just like gradually as the group started getting, because before we were taking the videos, we were in the restaurant. Then we just started gradually getting to the beach and getting closer and closer. And then all of a sudden, Costa takes his shirt off, Tyler takes his shirt off. And they got in the water about 30, 30 seconds to a minute before I did. And then I was like, fuck it. I take my shirt off. I jump in the water. And we're having a good old time, man. It's like it's like being a kid. You know, you're letting the waves push you around. And, and, and the waves are pretty good size. I'd say they're about eight footers. When, once you start, once, you, once we got out there a little bit more. And, um, you know, sun's going down, which is, you know, as obviously in hindsight is not the most intelligent thing we ever did because now it's starting to get dark. And as you know, as, as the sun goes down, the waves start to get larger. <laughs> so we're about, uh, I'm guessing about 600 meters away from the actual beach, like from the sand. We're having a good old time. Sunset, 600 like, meters? Because we kind of let our, our bodies drift out, right? We kind of just out oh the, not wait. Yeah, about 600 meters. Yeah, about 600 meters. Right. Um, just, when we're going with the, I mean, this, I know it sounds like, it sounds ridiculous, but we were far away from the beach. Like when you looked at the beach, you couldn't see people. Like we were having a good old time, you know? And the further out you are, the, the usually the, the less harsh the waves are because you're really away from where the wave, the waves are really closer to the beach, not further from the beach until you get, you know, out, out in the ocean. So we're just chilling, having a good old time, swimming, letting the water bob us around. And um, we're out there for, I don't know, about 30-ish minutes. And, you know, we start to notice that we're, we're, we're shifting, we're kind of floating away, you know, the current's kind of taking us in a different direction. Um, so I begin to swim back, right? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting out of here, dude. I'm not like, I'm a, I'm a great swimmer. I'm just like, I'm getting out of here, starting to get dark. Like I'm going back to the beach. I got a little shorty waiting for me. She don't know how to swim. So she's probably wondering what the fuck's going on. So I start swimming back, right? And as I'm swimming back, I'm maybe about a hundred meters, uh, not a hundred meters, no. I'm maybe about a hundred feet from Costa and Dom, if you know anything about water is like sound doesn't reflect off of water. So like when you yell, you can't hear shit. Like the person you're yelling at can't really hear you. So like Costa yells like a little faint Joe. And I turn around and when I look at Costa, I see Costa's like worried face and I look past Costa and I see Tyler's blank mother fucking face blank and when i say blank he wasn't scared he wasn't angry he wasn't nothing i mean this was tyler it was like you said a joke and tyler found impressive he was just like and what so i'm like okay so i swim back tyler doesn't look like he's in any harm or in harm's way at all so i swim back this is me swimming i get back to costa and he's like dude tyler's gone bro and i'm like what do you mean gone he's like the motherfucker's gone he is not there in his head so me and coaster both swim back to tyler and he's literally just letting the waves just push him around bro like he in his mind he is checked the fuck out so me and coaster both, both grab tyler we're like shouting demands at him like tyler snap out of it motherfucker like you know like he's shell-shocked right like he's in war and he's just sitting there with a fucking rifle in his hand just like and i'm like shoot back at him he's just like, <laughs> like in- inception like three dreams in Exactly. Remember that. Remember that part in Saving Private Ryan when the fucking when the American soldiers run up the steps and he sees a German that he let go before and he could have shot the motherfucker, but he just like looks at him and then he like slowly walks past him, even though he could have just shot that motherfucker. Yeah, that was Tyler. Tyler was the Saving Great. Private. Ryan. He mm. was just like. So we we're, we're shouting demands at Tyler. We're trying to get him to, to to like respond to what we're saying, and he's not like, but he's kind of like he's okay, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna swim a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you motherfuckers out because I'm. That, I mean, I'm, I'm a buck 70, bro. I'm 170 pounds soaking wet with quarters in my pocket. I'm a little motherfucker. I'm tall. I'm 6'2", but I'm I'm a fucking beanpole. So I'm looking at Tyler like, man, fuck, I didn't finish all my Baywatch courses. Like, I, I can, I can like, kind of save this motherfucker. Like, if we were close to, like, the beach, 
but like we're far out dude so i'm like thinking to myself like how are we gonna do this maybe we both grab his arms and just kick so we're trying to like shout the man's at tyler and he's being somewhat responsive and then i realized like we, we don't got this dude so i'm like look i'm like yelling at tyler i'm like look tyler this is what's gonna happen bro we're just gonna ride the waves because like if you've ever been in the ocean like whenever i get tired like i'll swim and swim and swim until i get like super exhausted and then i'll just ride the waves and you're just like body surfing right the wave pushes you in then you just stop wait for the next wave pushes you in wait for the next wave pushes you in so that's what i was that's what i normally do so i'm like tyler look when this next wave comes bro we're just gonna ride it in and he kind of like like makes like a head knock gesture like yeah okay and i go to ride it in but Costa's watching baby grande he's watching tyler i go to ride it in dude so i'm like i'm riding it in i'm just like Wee! i look i look back at Costa, and Costa's just shaking his head no and i'm like i swim back and i'm like what happened he's like Bro, this motherfucker just ate the whole wave to his face. Like, he just looked at the wave and the shit just smacked him in his face. I'm like, are you serious, dude? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, we're done. I hear in the background, I hear, I hear people blowing a whistle. And I'm like, is that for us? Bro, here comes Nicaraguan Baywatch, bro. Straight up. Two Nikas on surfboards. Two Nicaraguan dudes on surfboards. They paddle out to us. And they're like, hey, man, you need help, you need help. And we're like, yeah, our boy needs help. So we're trying to, me and this Nicaraguan dude are trying to get Tyler on this longboard. He's got a longboard, thank God. We're getting Tyler on it. And on the, on the longboard like that, you want to be back towards the back. You don't want to be at the front. Well, Tyler's checked out, like I said, and now he's onto something secure that floats. So he's literally, his forearms are like this, and he's holding the front of the board. But we're trying to get him to the back of the board because if you're at the front, once a wave comes, it just flips you over like this. So the dude's like yelling at Tyler. He's like, bro, get to the back. And the guy speaks English. And I'm like, Tyler, get to the back. So I've got my right hand on the board and my left hand on Tyler's ankle. And the dude's got his left hand on the board and his right hand on his ankle. We're trying to pull Tyler back and push the board forward. And Tyler's fucking, he's got the car in neutral, bro. And we're trying to push start it, but he's holding the brake. So the car's in neutral. We're like, bro, put it in neutral. And he's like, it is in neutral, but his foot's on the brakes. He's got his fucking, he's white knuckling like this, bro, holding the board. Food, get grip. No matter how much we pull, we ain't going to work because we got his we got his weight and the fact that he's holding the board. We can't even see he's holding the board. The fact that he's holding the board, we're trying to pull him back. So finally, I see his hands. The dude sees his hands. He's like, let's let go of the board, bro. So we finally get him back. The waves are fucking us up. Long story short, we, we get to we get to shore. We the dudes get us to this rock area. We get tied to a rock area. And I'm skipping a lot of story because it's just gonna go on forever. We get to the rock area. Tyler's refusing to help, so I push his butt up. Thumb all up in the butthole, fucking right up the mountain. We go up this cliff. Little Luch, too. Those Luch. Say hello, Luch. Hello, Luciano. Uh, benefit, of, benefit of living in Nicaragua. So we get, we get him up on the mountain. He sits down. He's gassed. And we're like, bro, we got to get out of here because the waves are going to come up. So we, we get him from the beach, from the rock formation to the beach. Long story short, we buy all these Nicaraguans around the beers, and uh, David Grande, the legend of David Grande, lives on, man. He's still alive. He's still with us. But we almost drowned him less than 24 hours him being in Nicaragua. It's fucking epic. So I know, Tyler, you don't really drink unless it's like a pina colada. No, I was, yeah, stone cold sober. Huh. Sober as hell. I don't know if it's, I sw- no, I was sober. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, what was I going to say? No, I, I had swallowed a lot of water, and I don't know what was going on. And I was tired because we traveled the whole day. And we walked, like, probably two miles to get to that joint, you know. So, yeah, it was a – it was a Brain and body were just resetting? Yeah. Bro, he drank a bunch of water. He, he got exhausted. It was a whole bunch of things that happened. Yeah. Uh, combination. But, uh, I mean, we got to back. I'm, I'm not glad there was a point. Me and Costa talked about this after Tyler left. There was a point. Well, I didn't say anything to Costa, but I was thinking in my mind. I was like, there ain't no way this motherfucker can die. There, so I was like, whatever I got to do. If I got to die, baby God has got to live. There ain't no way we can let this motherfucker die. I'll never hear the end of it. You killed Tyler, you pieces of shit. Oh, my God. Rosie would have been on you. Oh, yeah, yeah Rosie would choke the shit out of me um uh, joe i've got to say i like how you use a metric system is that something you adopted uh, since living in uh, nicaragua 
Yes, because this, this is the best part, Dom, is I'll say something to somebody and I'll be like, yeah, feet. And they'll just be like, or I'll be like, miles. And they'll be like, which yeah. miles is this, but they'll just be like, that doesn't mean fucking, that's nothing to me. So I'm like, okay, meters, kilometers. I sound all Canadian and shit. But yeah, I, I definitely adopted it here, being here, because, you know, nothing makes sense of how we do things in America. Inches, fucking, you know, feet, miles. They don't get any of it. Um, tell tell us a little about the uh, Gringo Locos. Okay. So, one thing I, 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 I do here is... Uh, they call me the gringo mayor of Esteli. And the reason they call me that is because there's like 10 gringos that live in Esteli. And I know all of them. And I'm kind of like the uh, the go-to for things. So if somebody needs an attorney, I know somebody here. If somebody needs uh, a guy. Reese's does, Pieces. Reese's Pieces. I got the plug. I'm the plug. So, um, so I kind of know everyone excuse me, and it connected with every all the gringos here. And a lot of us have motorcycles. So I um, bought a Kawasaki KLR650 here, which is a bike I wanted to buy in the States for a long time. I finally found one and purchased it here. And then I found the second one, and I purchased that for my other buddy. And uh, he now has the bike. So there's about eight of, eight of us gringos that got bikes. And we started a group called Gringos Locos. We got a we got our own motorcycle club. We got our own stickers. We didn't we ain't got jackets yet. Uh, um, but shout out to my boy Logan because me and Logan were talking about this idea uh like a year ago. He was like, we should start a fucking motorcycle group. We came up with a name. I got a logo. Um Tyler, did I give you a sticker? No, he didn't. I'll bring a sticker back for you when I get back to uh to the States for the trade show. But uh we made stickers, we're gonna get patches made. It's essentially just a group of us gringos just together as like a crew, like a motorcycle club, but like a friendly motorcycle club. Unless you do something crazy, then I'm saying you got, we got to give you the wrath, bro. We got to put these hands on you, man. So yeah, it's just a fun group of uh, gringos. We all smoke cigars. We all, we all ride. Um, And yeah, it's just like any other motorcycle club. We're not one percenters, obviously, but it's just a group of us just having fun and smoking cigars and hanging out and going on like trips and shit, riding. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a good group of guys, man. It's fun. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't really tell that story to too many people outside of that area. Correct. Because they probably would have some questions. Yeah. They're like, oh, you a motorcycle club? Are you guys affiliated with blah, blah, blah? I'm like, nah. Yeah. Blood they're, in, they're, blood out. Right? There's there's quite a few motorcycle clubs here in Esteli or in Nicaragua in general. And um, But to my knowledge, I don't think any of them are one percenters or, or if they even know what that what that term means to be a one percenter yeah what does that mean right it's like it's uh i'm not gonna hold on luke's got a question for me i don't know how much longer you guys think we're gonna be uh 20 minutes maybe 20 minutes 50 minutes okay all right bet thank you luke i appreciate it sorry we're just closing up shop so um but yeah the motor uh one percenters is like it's like it's like prison Um, shit Oh, like, Joe, Joe, Joe. Uh, you said where you were before we opened. So you Skip's walking around, Luciano's walking around. Where are you? This is kind of just a side, sideway. Yeah, yeah. I'm at uh, Ace Prime right now. Yeah. Luciano's factory. I'm sitting uh, in the factory, like the rolling tables. You guys want me to give you a quick little show while we're here? Well, we don't do the video, so there's no point in doing oh. the podcast. It'd be, it'd be cool to see. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Well, I I'll just... Yeah, I can put my camera on. Yeah, I'll just kind of describe it. So this is the office. Nice. Uh, marble table. They got a gorgeous marble table. Some office and chairs. They, yeah, they have about uh, one, two, three, four. They have about uh, 50 rolling pairs in here. It's about 100 people, roughly. Um, they just recently uh, remodeled the entire factory so they have air, air conditioning throughout. So the employees get oh, wow. the um, that's the AC unit way up there. That's for the front side. They have a big AC unit in the, in the very back. Um, this area over here to the right of the rolling stations is a packaging room. Then Dom right back here with his dudes at in the blue shirt. In that door, there's a door back there. That's the bodega where all the cigars are at. Um, that's one of the supervisor's sorting rooms. 
Uh, and then back here on the left where this little part comes out, that's actually this, the part where the women uh, sort the tobacco. Um, so they like de-vein and then grade the tobacco. And I say women because like 99% of tobacco sorting is women. And I've been told, I've been told, I'm not a professional, but I've been told that the reason why women sort tobacco is because women can see more shades of color than men. I've heard that. Except for uh, salmon. Oh, men, salmon. men can pinpoint salmon as a color. And then everything else is just red, blue, green. I mean, I got a funny, something funny I want to say to that, but I won't. I, just, I don't know how, I don't want to get attacked by anyone if I say funny, but I've got a lot of experience in that area. <laughs> so, um, hey, uh, the word bodega. So I think that might be um, a spelling word that I teach at some point in the year. Is that across all factories? They use that for like the storage after the cigars are rolled? Yeah, every factory I've ever been to, they say bodega. And that's where the cigar, but I've also heard them say bodega for like where the tobacco's at. Like the pre-industry stuff, like the polones or the packing is what I've yeah. heard. Yeah. For okay. that. So, and I speak, I speak a pretty good amount of Spanish, but I think that's just like a term for like a room. That yeah. like think like a store's a bodega, like a convenience store's a bodega. Yeah. And it's like, like in New York. Yeah. Back. Back. There's a bodega in the back and you're like, okay. But they always refer to. Like the aging room, like the cigars that are finished and ready, just waiting to be packaged, they always refer to that as the bodega. Like every factory I've ever been in, I've heard them say bodega. So, yeah, but great factory. Skip, skips here because Skip and um, Luciano are buddies, and I'm buddies with both of them. So, again, the perks of me living in Nicaragua, uh, especially Esteli, is that a lot of my buddies are here, like my cigar buddies, um, and there's so many perks to living here that I just, I mean, I could explain, but it's essentially like you get cigars whenever you want. Your boys are always like, oh, I'm making this new cigar. Will you try it? And you're like, you're the guinea pig for a cigar that's going to be selling all across the world. And you're like one of the first people to get to smoke it. Yeah. in like a year and a half, two years, like you're, yeah. yeah. you're. Yeah. So it's, cool. it's dope. Uh, Luciano, I'm not going to talk about what Luciano is putting out um, before it's done. But today, Luciano had me smoke a cigar that is coming out for, uh, I believe it's going to be ready for PCA. So we're smoking it today, just going over it, just uh, talking about, you know, what we're smoking, what we're tasting. Nice. And I'm currently, currently smoking a Mildia, so. Tell us about, uh, what do you do, like, like, this is my biggest fear, is like, let's say um, I quit Southwest, I moved down there. I, not that I have, haven't thought about it a hundred times. Um, what do you do like when everybody's gone? Like what's Who's your like? Well, what do you mean when everybody's gone? Like let's like uh, let's say Luciano and Skip. Everybody for Tyler Skip, right? Skip is everything. Like, you mean like gone to the states for like a week or two? Yeah, like what do you like? Tell us about your day like when you're not in a factory or when you're not, uh, you know. So my 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 uh, my day to day is a lot like your grandpa when he retired. Okay, I wake up at, at whatever fucking time I feel like waking up. I don't set no alarm clock. I wake up, uh, give myself a stretch in the morning, uh, get up, take a shower, put my clothes on, just like every other man, you know, one leg at a time, put my pants on one leg at a time, shoes on one, one foot at a time, uh, hop on my motorcycle, and then cruise into town to my favorite coffee shop, which is called uh, Cafe Don Luis. Uh, it's outdoors. They have outdoor seating. They have like five outdoor tables. And it's on the main strip of Esteli. It's called Calle Central. It's Central Street. And uh, I just light up a cigar, get a little coffee with a bunch of milk in it, and smoke cigars all day. That's literally what I do all damn day. And then, I mean, I'm not going to go into the specifics of what I do after that. Tyler, as Tyler knows, and Donald, I'm not sure if Tyler's told you, uh, a lot about me and what I do here in Nicaragua, but um, your boy Fox, <laughs> your boy, your boy out here, man. Your boy's out here, and I like the rest of these gringos. You know, I ain't, I ain't. You know, it's not no pay to play type shit. It's just most people that know me know I got the gift of gab, and I'm as Sade said, I'm a smooth operator. So when it comes to uh females, I tend to be uh extremely charming. 
And uh, I say most yep. of the right things. Got a great personality. Thank you very much, sir. That's what I'm um, That's the, I mean, day to day, I just hang out, smoke cigars. I kick with the gringos, like the old timers. I like the old actual, like, pensionados, the guys that are retired. I just smoke cigars and kick it all day. And I buy a lot of clothing. Like, I buy a lot of used clothing here and then resell in the U.S. I know it sounds weird, but I do it. Um, Tyler, didn't you get a champion sweater before champion kind of made a comeback? Your Nick well, I had I'd been on champion for a minute, but mm -hmm. I did find one down there. Yeah, sure right. did. We got some listener questions, topics, or just shout things. Uh, G Fizzle says, "Be careful what you wish for with Joe." Sheesh! That's my boy Sam. Sam, shout out to Sam in Philly. Love you, bro. Uh, no cigars, no life says. Yeah, ask him about that. Shut your mouth and smoke cigar. I mean, do you want me to go in detail? Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't know what that's about. Okay, so uh, I was making a blend. I can't name the factory here, but I was making a blend uh, with the factory that I was going to be releasing soon. Um, and I had actually taken some samples back with me to the States and gave them to my buddy, Denny, who's like my oldest cigar buddy. I've known Denny for like 20 years. But when I'm in the U.S., if I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, there's not a day I don't smoke cigars with Denny. Um, and I gave them to a couple of the close guys that I know, I just know their palate because they're old customers of mine and they fucking love the cigar. So Costa comes to town and I give them one. I don't say anything about it. I don't say that I'm going to be making this a blend or anything like that. I just give it to Costa. He smokes it and he's like, what the fuck is this? And he asked the guy, we're at the factory that the guy's making the cigar. And he goes, what the fuck is this to the guy? And I look at him and I go, shut your mouth. And then Costa was like, what? And I was like, shut your mouth. And he was like, we should name that the cigar. And I was like, good idea. Shut your fuck. I was going to say shut your fucking mouth, but I was like, just shut your mouth. So uh, yeah, me and Costa are going to be doing a, a joint venture on this cigar. And uh, it's a banger. I'll tell you that. It's, it, it, I know people say this all the time. It's like nothing you've ever smoked before. It's like nothing you've ever smoked before. It's a banger. Nice. I can't believe I didn't get to try one. I know. Uh, Hambob64 says, on a scale of one to final scene in Point Break, how rough was the surf that Tyler almost perished? Oh, shit. A step below, a step below Point Break, dude. A step below Point Break. The, the shit was gnarly. Dire, yeah. It was dire. Vlada says, did you almost get in a fight in Las Vegas Walmart, and did Vlad's <laughs> gift of prophecy call it beforehand? Okay, Vlad was there for this. Okay, I, so I have a tendency. I don't like fighting. And everyone says I'm always fighting. I'm not always fighting. Again, I've already stated I'm a small dude, okay? I'm like welterweight class. I'm not a big dude. But I didn't, I didn't grow up in probably a neighborhood that you and Tyler grew up in. Um, and I try to be, I'm, I'm very respectful person. Like everyone that knows me knows I love people. I'm a social butterfly. The one thing I do not do is take disrespect from people. And that's Vlad from Castagli. Um, shout out to Vlad. Are we live? How are people meshing into us? No, this is Tyler posted a Instagram question. Oh, okay. So uh, I was with Costa and Vlad, Vlad from Kostagli. We we're at we we're getting ready for PCA and we're at Walmart because uh, Vlad was letting us stay at his place. So Costa was buying like air mattresses and shit for us and like snacks and a whole bunch of shit. And we're walking, out, we're walking out of Walmart, of all places, which we almost just saw a fight like five minutes before. Um, we're walking out and we were talking about a chick that had a face tattoo in there. She had like a neck tattoo that went on her face. And the chick was pretty. She was pretty. And I was just like, why would somebody put a dumb fucking tattoo like that on her face? And I think I said the word shit. I literally think I said the word shit. I didn't say F word. I think I said the word shit or damn it. It wasn't like a big cuss word, right? It wasn't like motherfucker or something. It was like shit or damn it. And the guy walks up to me, a guy, I didn't know who he was. And he's like, he's like, are you, are you good, bro? And I'm like, what? He's like, are you good, bro? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good. Are you good? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Don't talk like that in front of my customers. And I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, who the fuck are you, dude? Who the fuck are you? He's like, uh, I, I work here. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking Walmart, bro. This is like. The fucking ruthless, toothless hillbillies with no teeth shop here, bro. Like, the fuck out of my face, man. Then he get, then Costa gets involved. Costa's like, fuck you, man. Shut the fuck up. Get out of our faces. So we go outside, and this dude is still fucking chirping, man. He's still running his mouth. 
So I'm like, all right, whatever. Now he's got a, now he's got a, a his little fucking, uh, his little underling comes out, little buff ass dude with some glasses. So I, I, I get, we finish up and the dudes are like staring at us, packing up the car. We, we're already done with the problem. So I walk back and I go to put the cart back. And as I'm putting the cart back, the dude runs his mouth to me. He says, he says some slick shit. He's like, oh, you, we still got a problem here? And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I'm, I'm returning the fucking cart instead of leaving it in the, in, the, in, the, in the parking lot like an asshole. I was like, okay, so I see you still got a problem. So I walk up to him, I'm like, bro, look, I will fucking turn you into the world's largest pretzel if you don't shut the fuck up. I said, you can take your work badge off right now and you and Mighty Mouse can meet me over there in the parking lot or off premises or whatever you want. I was like, I will fuck you up. And when I'm done fucking you up, I will fuck up muscles here with you. I was like, cause them muscles is that shit's just for the mirrors, bro. That shit don't that shit don't make you strong. I see you up in the mirrors flexing and, and kissing your biceps. I was like, I will fuck you up too, bro. Little it was uh anyways, he had some tattoos and he thought he was like a little fucking gangster or whatever. And I told him straight up, I was like, bro, them, gang, them little tattoos don't scare me, bro. I like I know real scary people and you don't scare me. So long story short, Costa comes up and Costa's like, let me get your number. We'll meet up anywhere you want. The dude was running his mouth. And uh, Vlad, typical European fashion, Vlad was just like, come on, guys, it's just fucking kumbaya, just be cool. So, yeah, that was a, that was when I almost got into a fight in uh, Las Vegas for minding my own fucking business. Dude, there's it's a ton about, of fights in, in Walmart. Dom, it's something about my face, bro. It's something about my face that people just don't, maybe it's because I'm smiling all the time, I'm always happy. But it, I literally, uh, after Tyler left me and Costa got back to uh, Esteli and Nicaragua and a dude pulled a knife on me. What? I missed that? Yeah, you missed that. Unfortunately for that guy, what he didn't know is he picked the right one. As I've told you before, Tyler, he picked the right one. He pulled out a knife, and I happen to have a knife, too. And I told him the same shit that I'd be saying to everybody. I want your blood. I said, yo quiero tu sangre, hijo puta. That's what I told that motherfucker. So if you got any Spanish listeners, they know what the fuck I said. Shout out to Sam and Rosie, because I know they're going to hear it. No mas tu ojos aquí. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so Vlad uh, came to my shop that I work at. I don't know if we talked about that in the podcast. It's been no. too long, Tyler. Dang it! Uh, it was a ten-year anniversary. Uh, Vlad, Vlad was here at a poker tournament. Caught an Uber back with him. Good guy. Last question, because uh, I don't know when you have to dip. Yo, well, no, it's not even a question. Got plenty of time. You can go through all the questions if you want. All right. Well, let's get this one out of the way. Yogi. First of all, Yogi sent Tyler and I some Nicaraguan DuPonts with our logo on them. Oh, shit. And by that, I mean they're Bix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he says... They turned out great, by the way. Thank you, Yogi. Yeah. How do you stay so sexy? This is question. Ah, Yogi. There's two things. Uh, There's actually one, I don't drink or do any drugs. I never have. My entire life, I've never drank. I've never done any drugs. I've never even smoked a cigarette. The only thing I've ever smoked is a cigar. Never smoked weed, never tried it, never smoked a cigarette, don't drink. That's one thing. Two, I drink a lot of this, baby. A lot of Coca-Colas. A lot of Dr. Pepper is my favorite. They don't have Dr. Pepper here. I eat a lot of candy. As many of you guys know, Tyler brought me about 50 pounds worth of candy here. And... uh to be dead honest, and a lot of guys know this, the key to life, fucking dead ass real. You got to have sex, bro, a lot. Minimum three or four times a week. If you don't do that, you're missing out on life. That's how I keep my body all spelt. You know, that's how I stay sexy, man. I appreciate the question, though, Yogi. Tell the story about you uh, <laughs> fucking trying a, trying a shirt on at the uh, one of the little you shops. Brandon was there. Okay, so... Uh, I have this thing I do here, Dom, where um, I go to uh, the local pastry shop and I buy cinnamon rolls. And then I walk back to the cafe, which is like a mile walk. I walk back to the cafe with like 15 cinnamon rolls and I just pass them out throughout. Excuse me. Downside is to drink Coke. I just, I just, as I'm walking back to the cafe, I just hand them out to, to all the little honeys out here. Just like if they're smiling, like, hey, quiero un regalo. And they're like, quiero un regalo. And I'm like, fine. I'm like a cinnamon roll, right? I'm like, bread. They look in the bag, they take it. Everybody's happy. I don't do nothing. I don't ask it for their number. I don't say nothing rude. I just say, and then I say, you know, good afternoon. When I started this. And I just go on my way. Well, along this way is a lot of clothing stores, a lot of secondhand clothing stores, which is stuff that America donates and then they resell it here. 
And I tend to find dope shit. I mean, I found this dope ass Vans shirt. Um, I find a lot of dope shit in these stores. Well, the other day, Tyler was with me when he was with me here. There's a store and uh, there's like three girls that work at the store, right? And they're all, Tyler, would you agree that they're all cute? Yeah, for sure. One's a little, one's a little chunky monkey, but she's, she got a really pretty face, right? Uh, there's one absolutely beautiful brown skin with like dark freckles, which I love dark freckles and I love brown skin women. Mm-mm, Anyways, so Tyler's with me and I'm like, I'm like, yo, Tyler, go to the scram, get out of here, go to the next store. Yep. He's like, go to the next store, motherfucker. You over here assaulting my game. So I'm talking to the girl, you know, whatever, just, you know, make a small talk or whatever. And I'm like, I see a shirt that I like. It was like a, just like a t-shirt, but it was like a, it was like a high quality cotton shirt and it was like slim fit, which I'm a skinny dude. And they don't have fitting rooms at most of these stores. So what I'll, so they'll be, I'll be like, can I try it on? And they'll say, yes. What I'll do intentionally um, is obviously I'll take my shirt off, but I nothing by it. accident. Nothing by accident. It's not by accident. It's, it's intentional. Yeah. Um, I won't turn my back to where they're at. I'll if they want to not look, they can turn their back, right? So like I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my shirt off, and they'll just continue to look at me. So I'm like, well, shit, I don't care. So I took the shirt off. I put the, I, I tried the shirt on. It was a good fit. One of the other girls came from the other store and was like, the one girl called her the store I was in. She was like, come over here and see how the shirt looks. And she was like, it looks really good on you. And I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'll buy it. Then it was like $2. So I buy the shirt and me and Tyler proceed to go get cinnamon rolls. Well, we come back and I'm giving the girl cinnamon rolls. And as soon as we walk up, the girls was like, and as soon as we walk up, dead silent. And I knew they were talking about me or Tyler. So I, I asked them, I said, what are you guys talking about? They're like, nothing. I was like, look, I'm a smart dude. Obviously, you guys were talking about me or my buddy Grande. And they were like, well, we were talking about you. And I was like, well, what were you guys saying? They were just like, we were saying how beautiful your body is. And I was like, well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate that. And they, they asked me the same exact question that Yogi asked me. They said, how do you keep your body so sexy? This is literally what they said. How do you keep your body so sexy in Spanish? And I said, um... Lots of sugar, lots of fucking, and uh, walking daily. Mm. And the girl, like, they laugh when I said sugar. When I said lots of fucking, they got dead fucking silent. Dead silent. It was, it was great. You was think like you could have mixed those three up for a greater comedic effect? Like yeah. Start absolutely. with walking, then sugar. <laughs> then, yeah. Well, and yeah, fuck. Yeah, usually, usually I start with the candy because people love candy, right? So they're like, mm, candy, what? And they could, you know, ask questions, what kind of candy? What's your favorite candy? So I'll start with candy, right? So it's like a, it's like that up and down effect. It's like that wave, right? I start like going up like candy, and they're like, okay. And then I go to fucking, and they're like, what? And then I go walking, and then it like goes back up. It's like, okay, that actually makes sense. So they're like, candy, whoa, I love candy. They're like, fucking, they're like, where is this going? And then I'm like, what? and they're like, that eh, seems like it makes sense. That so yeah, Joe, yeah, you're pretty it. much you're a, you know, ice cream man by Van Halen. Yes, I do. You're you're the ice cream man, except with cinnamon rolls. So Dom, so I, I, it, that's funny you said. So you and Tyler are like the opposites. Then you're like classic rock quotes, and Tyler's like fucking classic hip hop quotes. That's we're pretty much opposites for everything. Yeah, yin and yang. It's like you're quoting fucking classic rock. Tyler's walking down the street, going full Rain Man, like quoting like. Biggie Smalls as he walks. No one here gets a reference, by the way, besides Gringos. So everyone's just like, what is wrong with your friend? Is he stupid? And I'm like, yes. For real? Yeah. Because you're like mumbling. Is Tyler doing rap threats in Nicaragua? Yes. Hmm. And they don't speak English and they don't understand what the hell he's saying. All right. Like maybe they, I'll start I'll start doing bad bunny lyrics, okay? Right. Like so they know they know who Biggie Smalls is, but no one knows no one knows Biggie's music. Like, they know Tupac, but they don't know Tupac's music here. Damn. You might need fucking, you know, a couple of Nicaraguans, but not like not like many, not where we're at in Escobar, you know? They might like the music, but if Tyler's saying it, because there's no, like, rhythmic tone to when Tyler says it. You remember that skit on um, In Living Color where the, um, the dude would uh, recite hip-hop, but in a monotone voice? That's kind of how we start the podcast. Exactly my point. So... Like w- without context and without that r- that rhythmic sound, 
no one even knows that you're quoting hip hop besides people that know hip hop, right? Or know the song. So it just sounds like you just fucking mouth mumbling like dumb shit. So you're just like, nah, 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 nah. that's what they hear. Damn, I got to work on that then. Yeah. Do we have any more questions, Dom? No, is it? Damn, that sucks. Four fucking questions. That's sad. I had a bunch of topics I wrote down from like the three weeks that we didn't podcast. Well, hit me with a topic then. I mean, we still got like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, let me see. Oh, you guys don't know this, but Dom's wearing a fresh ass all black with the teal patina hat. Hmm. That's our I got uh, one too. I got that hat at my house here. In vogue on fleek outfit. I see it, bro. I had a dude come into the shop and he's like, yo, I was just in Texas. Couldn't find any cigar lounges out there. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. And I was like, yo, what so what what city were you in? He's like, no, I was everywhere. I went to Austin. No uh, way. Dallas. Yeah. I, just, I don't know what dude. There's more doesn't have a phone. Texas has the most cigar shops than any other state in the US. And they're not, it's just like they say, like everything's bigger in Texas. They're not lying. Like every fucking cigar shop you go to in Texas is massive. Yeah. Crazy. Even the mom and pop shops are massive, like 2,000 square feet. So when you were with AJ, did you lived in Houston? Yeah, I lived in I lived in uh, uh yeah, I lived in Houston. Um, what's your uh, favorite shop in Houston? Shit. Uh that's a hard one, man. There's a shop outside of Houston. Um excuse me. It's called Absolute. I really like that shop. The guys there were fucking amazing. Um Smoke Ring. Smoke Ring. I love fucking Smoke Ring. Uh I still go to whenever I go to Texas, Smoke Ring is the first shop I go to. Um, just because I love those guys there, Tyler and all those guys. Um, what's another one? Larry. Um, yeah. Stogies? You go to Stogies? Uh, not that much. Um, and then so I so you're coming to you're coming to PCA? I I will be at PCA. I will most likely be helping out. I'll be doing a mixture of things. So I got a lot of buddies that listen to be their first year at PCA. Um, so I might be helping out one of my buddies, not at his maybe setting up at setting up his booth, but I'll be more like trying to, you know, send people his way just because he's, you know, he's starting to start his brand now and i would love to see him do well uh i will be with costa um doing the toro P pos system uh i'm gonna do a, i'm gonna do a shameless shout out for that if any any re uh oh check 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 are we reading dude luciano probably pulled the cord he's like that's enough all right are all we right. good yeah, yeah uh shameless plug for toro Shameless plug, if you're, if you're a retailer and you're looking for a POS system, Toro POS, holler at your boy, uh, Baxter Cigars uh, on Instagram. Um, I don't have Costa's information, but if you holler at me, I will get you linked up with him. Um, several stores that have his POS system, but it's designed strictly for uh, cigar retailers. Yeah, most but of the I'll POS system are developed for other businesses. This one's for cigars. It's four cigars and only four cigars, cigar bars and cigars, but it's amazing POS. And then I'll probably be helping out Luke if he needs my help over at uh, the Crown Heads uh, Ace Prime booth this year, uh, which I'm wearing a Crown Heads hat because it's fresh as fuck and it goes with my outfit. But yeah, man, make some I'm good curious. Goods. Yeah, man, they make some fresh. I want that new, that new fake Louis Vuitton print one, that one stick yeah. on it. So if anybody's listening and they could give me that hat, I'd appreciate you. I'll uh, I'll talk to I'll, let me talk to Miguel. But I know like they're the stuff you order on the website is different than like what they give out at events. So like them, I'm but maybe we'll see. Yeah, I can't um, even order. I live in Nicaragua, so it's like oh okay on a website, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Tyler, I've got a question for you. Okay. It was going to be for Skip if we had him on next. Uh, but I think it's better if you answer it so then we can gauge what you think the relationship is between you and Skip. If you had died in the ocean that day, would Skip have continued to make the Viso Horny cigar? What do you think? Uh, I don't know, because we hadn't, I mean, 
I have no idea. That's I don't know. That's a weird question. Uh, <laughs> that was a good I'm one. Answer, I'm gonna answer it, Dom. I think yeah. Skip Wood. I think Skip Wood, and I think the proceeds will go to like Tyler's burial costs or his mom or something <laughs> like. That. If Skip didn't, no, I'm being dead ass real, bro. I'm being dead ass real. I know it sounds funny, but if Skip didn't, bro, I'd be like, Skip's a bitch ass motherfucker, dog. <laughs> And I love Skip. And I'm not saying that because I know Skip would do that because I know Skip takes care of his people and like his boys and shit. So I know I know 100% without question Skip would do that because Skip's a good ass dude and he got mad love for Bebe Grande. So yeah. And if he didn't, I'm pretty sure us dudes in the industry would, you know, his homies in the industry would be like, yo man, you need to finish that cigar for Tyler, bro. Just in his memory and make it like the best cigar that Romocraft ever put out. But I don't want anyone else to smoke it. I want I want to be buried with it. What? Mm, that's yeah. a little bit. You're asking no. too much. I know. Well, we do it's it. a diva have question you, or yeah, response. You, and use the ashes of the Viso Horny and mix it up in the fucking urn. Yeah, bro. I, um, dude, I can't wait for that cigar to come out. Dude, and it's uh, I was gonna say shout out to Brandon uh, at Michaels. He um, was able to get Skip Sketch into the computer and design everything. And then shout out to Yogi. He's got the uh, image and he's making me, he made a sticker already. He's uh, sending me the sticker and he's going to make the stickers for the bundles. So um, originally we had talked about doing uh, two blends or uh, yeah, two blends with just different wrappers. We're just going to do one blend with the connected broadleaf and uh, 2000. So more than what I originally thought it was going to be. And then 10 count bundles. So instead of boxes, It'll be easier, you know, 10 count bundles with the with the the um the logo, which I haven't shown many people. So uh, I'm gonna keep that uh under wraps for a little bit, but it came out great. Uh, Yogi, if you're still listening, slide in my DMs, bro. I would love the support and I need stickers made, bro. So holler at me so that way I can support you and then you can make the stickers for us because I got some projects coming up that I need stickers for. Plus, I'd love to see. Uh, your rendition of the uh, Gringo's local sticker. Maybe you can make it better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to them, too. And then uh, I still have to send out a couple of Visa Horny stickers to Ben and uh, somebody else. I've just been so fucking busy. Because even, like, before I went to the trip, I had Costa came in, and I was still I was working overnights. And I, had, I picked up some overtime, so it's been fucking nuts. And then I came back, and then, bam, I worked uh, – my first day back, a double, and double next day. So it's been crazy. But I'll get to the post office. Oh, um, real quick, quick, Dom, yeah. Dom, you know, Tyler officially got a girlfriend. Yeah, I did. Is that shit amazing or what, I, bro? You know, it's I've been kind of lying low with the questions. Um, Listen, and I've seen a picture of her. She's a cutie, bro. Like she's a cutie. Yeah, so we're I, official, no, Tyler. I knew you could do it. I, what the fuck does that mean? It means right. I was rooting for you the whole time. Yeah, we were all I'm in your corner. We just need you to get a, a legit ass girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she could, you know, help you with some things. <laughs> Three. Uh, uh, also, Dom, will you be at PCA? No, I've got to work at the shop because all the owners are going to PCA. Have you been to Nicaragua yet? No, I haven't. What? Yeah, it's on my list of things to do. That's some bullshit ass shit. He's never going to go. You'll never I, go. Dude, I'm just, I'm sketched out because I don't speak Spanish. You don't need to speak Spanish. How do they speak Spanish? I'm thinking like uh, getting on trains or. Uh... They don't have trains here. There's no train. They got rid of the whole train track here. It's on buses. And first off, I'm going to be your tour guide, bro. I'm going to be your Nicaragua Sherpa. I'm going right. to come meet you at the bus station. Ask Tyler. I do all this for all the homies. I meet you at the bus station. Or if you come with a group of guys who rent a car and. Spanish isn't as important as you think because almost every factory's got to do the translates. And if you don't, the shit's pretty simple. Dom, do you just manage the stores or what? No, no, no. I, I just work at a shop part-time. He's a teacher. Oh. I teach middle school in the day. Cigar shop Is at it, night. Do you teach like a specific subject or just like? Literature, general? literature, pretty much English. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I always correct uh, Tyler's English, and he blocked me once on Facebook for doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my grammar is horrible, so you'd probably do that a lot to me. It's all good. Horrible grammar. My my Spanish is probably better than my English when it comes to like the correct structure. Uh, Dom, Dom, I'm not sure if you know this, but when Tyler came here, he spent all of his time with Skip. But um, oh, Tyler, don't lie, motherfucker. 
Don't lie. I spent a lot of time with you guys, too. And a percentage, how much time did you say you spent with me and Skip versus uh, Skip? It was mostly Skip, yeah. Percentage-wise? 60? 80. Does he, does 80? he trust Tyler? Does he trust you to pour his drinks for him? Uh, Joe or Skip? Skip. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know what that means. Just like, if he needs a drink, are you the one like, yo, hey, got you? They're like the water boy. Yeah, Tyler. I don't. I don't like that terminology. I don't know. I don't like designing a question. Dude, no, either. no, hey, hey, you're all part of the same team. We're not in high school football, man. Dang, I've got to. I've got to cut so much out of this. Let's cut Dom. this whole segment out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably. Yeah, that's good. Stop recording, uh, Dom. You can just stop recording. We'll just end it right before this. We'll need an outro. Well, <clears throat> no outro. Yeah, we'll need an outro. We haven't shout out our sponsors. Shout the sponsor. Do the outro right now, and then we'll then we'll cut off the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, Dom. Shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Dave West has all the stuff for Small Batch Cigar. Check him out. Just uh, I made a purchase recently. Small Batch got some Viaje Cosecha. I don't know what they had. Um. Anyway, coming in tomorrow. Dave West, check out the blind reviews. Good stuff. Cigar Noise. Rock and roll. Joe, thanks for uh, for joining us. Thank you for saving Tyler's life. Thank you for having me. Podcast wouldn't work with just me. Even though Tyler doesn't really do anything on it. So. Yeah, you're right. All right. Yeah.